Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and to learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. episode of the Wicked Anime Podcast. My name is Dylan, and with me across the pond, as always, is the... See, I already forgot everything. Um, <laughs> stupid awesome males, John. You take a week off and you're done. Yeah. No, it's usually right after I s- <laughs> say my name, it just it wipes my memory. I'm Dylan, and that's it. And that's, that's all I need to know. And of course, the other voice that you heard was the hard man with harder opinions, Andrew. Hello. And with them also is King Baby Duck of the Boston Bast- Bastard Brigade. I almost got it. Evan. Yes. Hi. How's it going? And uh, the anime newbie, Christine. Hello. <laughs> yeah, she was on last year's episode uh, of Con Month when we were doing our wrap-up. She was? Oh, with a wrap-up video, yeah. Thanks for remembering me. Sorry. I forgot because we recorded that like video film, that one. I forgot about it. I didn't re- forgot I counted. See, it's pretty common. <laughs> yeah, so um, so we're going to have a similar situation for the next episode. After this episode's recorded, we're going to do our wrap-up episode, and we're going to record mirror hours right after we get back from Anime Boston, yep. and you'll be able to hear how tired we are, if some of us are sick. It's going to be a lot of fun. So, Dylan, you'll have a week off. Yeah, I won't be. I probably won't be sick. <laughs> just, 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 keep, uh, just keep repeating. skiing or doing something. <laughs> Whatever I do on my normal not being in the middle of normal Kong Sunday, <laughs> exactly. When is um, Anime Boston? It is uh, March twenty first to the twenty third, but we will be there from the twentieth to the twenty third. Right, we are actually going to be at Anime Boston the day this episode comes out. Oh, so if you're hearing, if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, just make your way to Boston real quick and see and say hi, and then go about your business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, time to ring news bell. News. Big job. Okay. So, first up in media news, uh, we should talk about what happened at uh, the Oscars with what we what a lot of us were focusing on, which was The Wind Rises, uh, which was nominated for an Academy Award. It, it was in Best Animated Film. It did not win. It was beat out by Frozen. Surprise. Uh, yeah. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> well, <laughs> did, you, did you guys hear the controversy about... I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard, heard of it. Yeah, how, about how only three people out of the seven people voted, and yeah. even those three people said, I didn't see any of these. I'm just going to go with Frozen, because that's what everyone's talking about. Yep, yeah, pretty much. 
Well, the, the, that was just a, an anonymous group of seven. There was more people that voted, but yeah, the, a lot of those comments were along those lines. It's thoroughly disappointing when you when you hear that. I mean, that's our industry and the fact that people kind of toss it to the side. Well, you know? especially, like, never mind actual good movies that should win Oscars. Wolf Children. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but the animation, like, when, when you're in the animation category, you're even more ignored. Because they, they, everybody still sees animation as something for children. Even though it's animators funny. work harder than any of the actors that are nominated. There was, there was, yeah, one of those comments, that was one of the guy's reason why he didn't see it, is because he thought it was, like, a childish thing. Yeah, and one of the people who brought it is like, oh, I brought my six-year-old to see Frozen, so that's the one I'm voting for. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they're, yeah, they're not even required to watch all of the, like, live-action films. Yeah, I yeah, heard, like I heard any, this, uh, something similar. Category. Yeah, I heard something similar happen to 12 Years a Slave, where they said that, uh... That they voted for it just because, and yeah, they didn't yeah. even, and they didn't even see it. Apparently, it was the best one though. Our, <laughs> our our cousin who goes to film school did see it, and he was like, "Yeah, that that deserved it." But I, I still haven't seen it, so I don't know. But well, how many other movies have there been that been like Twelve Years a Slave? Uh, well, I mean, there's certainly been a lot of Oscar bait movies. If that's if that's the kind of category that's you're the, lumping that's in, that's the thing. It's total Oscar bait. Yep. Well, most of the, well. Yeah, that was that was actually probably the only one that I can really think of. Wasn't a Matthew McConaughey movie because he won for something? Yeah, he won best. He won best actor. I do want to see Dallas Buyers Club because that does. Yeah, I think that was the one. Yeah, yeah, it was. Didn't see it. Um, (laughs) Yeah, didn't see it. (laughs) Moving on. So I'm gonna vote for that one. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you guys should. If if the listeners of Wicked Anime, if you haven't heard the episode on No Borders or Race where these two guys, Andrew and Jonathan, just went, I didn't see that one. Nah, I didn't see that one either. <laughs> Listen yeah. to their Oscar picks. <laughs> yeah, link in the description. Okay, but what I did want to bring up with the Oscars, which was interesting, was that The Wind Rises actually won two Japanese Academy Awards in in its own country yeah, uh, for, for animation yeah, yeah. and uh, musical score. Yeah. Which the musical score was amazing. Oh yeah! Like not to discredit the animation because the animation was equally as as good. Like oh my gosh, that that was probably the thing that kept me going throughout the entire movie was was the stylistic choices that that they made throughout that movie. Yeah, it was awesome. Like yeah. the er, the earthquake. I, I, I if that's that hand was animated, amazing, like I can't like I cannot <laughs> believe that that was hand animated because oh my gosh, it was so smooth. And then probably my favorite part was when he was was, was when Jiro was designing you know the the aircrafts and he was doing the math out on the paper and like and and then his papers start flying off his off of his desk because like he, he's all of a sudden like on the on the wings of an airplane like he's imagining how it's gonna work and mm-hmm. like he can just see the math playing out almost yeah. as, like how a programmer reads code. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think that for animation, that movie do, really did deserve all the awards it, it should have gotten. It did win some like Boston Film Festival awards too, so at least we know what we're talking about. Did it? <laughs> yeah. This is breaking news. <laughs> Stuff is coming in over the wire. Oh wow! Co-founder Toshio Suzuki retires as producer at Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli shutting down. I just got a huge Jeep ad. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it looks like somebody else is following uh, following Miyazaki out of. Uh, isn't he the guy who who's like Miyazaki's partner? In, yeah, and he's in, the one who helped him find this uh, Studio Ghibli. And uh, and like his baby was uh, the my neighbors the Yamadas or something like that. Yeah, 
Uh, that that was like his movie, which was really funny. Uh, well, no, he was uh, the producer of it. He wasn't. He didn't direct that one. I, I thought that that one was his, though. Like I thought that's what that was. Like the whole idea of the My Neighbors the Yamadas. No, it was ba- no, no. My Neighbors the uh, the Yamadas is uh, based off of the uh, based off of Nono Chan, which is a popular Japanese TV show that was on back in the day. Okay, and so then there's actually also the second part that I forgot about where Miyazaki was recently stating in an interview that instead of The Wind Rises, he wanted to make Ponyo 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. What do you think that would have been like? Would it still have been them as kids or would it have been them grown up? I would have liked to have seen Ponyo 2. Yeah, maybe them growing up and then she has to return to her ocean because something dire is happening. But I guess we'll never know. Get on the fanfics, people. Yeah, that's the Ponyo fanfiction. All right, so next up in uh, media news, April 6th uh, marks this year's National Moe Character Festival. There's going to be a Moe Festival in the city of Ogaki. What it is is, like, it's a festival that honors Moe mascots of, you know, products and all that sort of stuff. So Moe Tons? Like, yeah, like the tons are going to be there too. That's what I'm. That's what I'm gathering from it. It's going to have voice actors, and there's going to be honorary. Like, like I'm reading here, Moe Temples character. Does the Moe convention have its own Moe character that represents that Moe convention? No, there's just a huge banner with all these Moe girls on it. Can I be a complete noob right now? And say, what's Moe? What's Moe? <laughs> it's when something's cute and sexy at the same time. I, I don't know. It doesn't have to be sexy, I suppose. It is it is such a broad term. Technically, anything out of anime could be Moe if, if you like it. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's it's meant to be cute. Like, the, the like it's used in advertising as in the same way that we have, like, mascots and cereal boxes. Where like, Except ours are, like, sports people. Theirs are, like, anime characters. Yeah. Or tigers. <laughs> sports, sports people and tigers. They're or Latin great. Draculas. Hey, yeah, that's Count Chocula. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's Lionel. He's, he's Moetastic. That's, that's Larry Kenny plays Count Chocula. <laughs> you would know that. He does, and he plays, uh, he plays uh, the Cocoa Bird as well. Coos Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> Ho! <laughs> Thundercat cereal. That would be thunder, awesome. Thunder, thunder, thunder with 2% milk. That, I think if that existed, Andrew would be diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta start in the morning every morning with Thundercat cereal. <laughs> Breakfast home. <laughs> Next up in media news, and lastly for media news, the Moe anime uh, of this season, recently My Sister is Unusual, they posted a trailer for the live action movie that is going to be coming out for it. There's a live action movie of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it looks terrible. Oh, yeah. Link in, <laughs> link in the description. Uh, not safe for work. Uh, it's, um... It, it looks very, very low budget. Yeah, it's, it does. It's like, like an asylum film. <laughs> <laughs> Except based off of an anime. I think, is that it? I mean, there's really not much. If you know what Emocho is, like, based... I actually did a, a Wicked Fast review on it. That's uh, that's already there. So if you want to get a quick review of what Emocho is, uh, go check out my review and then watch this goofy-ass trailer. 
I don't know. It, it looks like they're trying to stay true to the the media, so it's supposed to be like underage girls being cute and sexy and not wearing a lot of clothes. They're they're all the all the actresses are older. <laughs> but, um, so it's okay. They but filed any, the necessary paperwork. <laughs> It's just like the episode of Sergeant Frog. It's okay if you're ogling at these girls. They're all played by college students anyway. <laughs> Actually, Jonathan, we wanted to add that one more bit of media news. Um, Baby Metal's rising fame. Oh, yeah, that's world. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> so, this is this is awesome. I mean, it's it's really surprising how, how it's kind of taken on by storm. Now, hello, mm-hmm. uh, Jonathan and I, Baby Metal hipsters here. We, we liked Baby Metal before they were famous. They sh- when they showed up on the scene with their first music video, we were like... I'm Probably about a year ago, almost. Yeah, now. it was a while ago. Was um, it Doki Doki Morning? It was yes, Doki it was. Doki Morning. That was, a, that was like their first music video. And, and still was, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, still one of my favorite songs, too. They, though their CD is good. But, um, Evan, what were the numbers as far as they were? So, it was in the top ten rock albums on, on iTunes in seven countries. America, UK, Australia, Canada, Ireland, Japan... And Sweden, you know, Sweden, home of where death metal <laughs> yeah. reigns supreme. And it hit Black number metal. one <laughs> in Japan in America. Wow, that is insane. That's a, that's pretty good for a foreign band. Yeah. You uh, know, you know, what I, you know what I just realized? I actually use baby metal tracks for Besom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the music the music that I use for our, both of our Besom episodes are, are baby metal tracks. I, I remember talking with you guys about this before, but I forget if this is a genre or a band. It's, it's a band. A band. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's uh, it's that pop or the the three pop idols like basically doing um, J pop craziness on top of death crazy metal. death metal. It's yeah. been it's been unofficially dubbed kawaii core. Yeah, I mentioned this in my review of the album, and it's it reminds me of something that that Happy Tom, one of the band members from uh, Norwegian punk band Turbo Negro, said about themselves. They say. Heavy Tom once said, we started up as a parody, but ended up as a revolution. This is what's happening with baby metal. Cool. <laughs> it's like That's... the opposite of Kanye. <laughs> 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 All right, we've delved into some strange places already, but we're moving on to some strange news now. Yeah. Yay. Strange news. Yay. That's, your, that's your favorite, everybody. <laughs> that's your... Well, hope this is your favorite. <laughs> hope, hope you're happy. Okay, so first up in strange news, it is uh, coming up on the 40th anniversary of Hello Kitty. And for the 40th uh, anniversary of Hello Kitty, they are doing a crossover event with Playboy. (laughs) So soon hitting the Japanese market, Hello Kitty products are going to have Hello Kitty herself dressed in in sexy bunny costumes and and fishnets and all that kind of stuff. Which is actually not as surprising now that I think about it, seeing that they have the Hello Kitty back massagers already <laughs> being sold. and so, so there's already products like that. Just for the furries. Just yeah. for the furries. <laughs> That's like uber fan service. A cat girl and a bunny girl all in one. But she's like... Not so, a cat girl, so it's like re- a cat. <laughs> yeah. So like, so you're talking, girl. <laughs> you're talking about Ryooki as a girl. Um, Tenchi Muyo. Yes. Yeah. The cat. <laughs> there was the episode where she did become like sort of a female hybrid cat girl, rabbit girl sort of thing. Uh, I think it was one of the uh, either the OVAs or one of the um, 
episodes of Tenchi Universe. Of course she would. <laughs> <laughs> Next up in strange news, uh, we have cops in China in their pursuit on cracking down on illegal gambling machines have taken regular arcade cabinets out of bars and other places where they are and burn them. <laughs> what? <laughs> Begone like, demons! Taking like Molotov cocktails and be like, ah! Like throwing them through the windshield of the well, They just stroll out in the street and they're like sipping rum and then they just pour or like toss the bottle on and then they have a Zippo lighter and they just ignite the arcade yeah, throw machine. It. This is because I can't get past level three of Pac-Man. <laughs> and, then, and then the Street Fighter machine's like, Japan! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, so so this has been, a, I guess, an ongoing thing where, um, but the, the reason why it's been popping up is because there's been some controversy as to what cops have been have been identifying as gambling machines. So some of them, that things that they're burning are just regular arcade machines. You know, like some of them actually T86 are. T86 calculator? Yeah. Dude, what do they do after? Do they, like, leave it in the middle of the street and, like, <laughs> hang a sign on it that says, out of order, this is an, exa- <laughs> this is an example? <laughs> We've made an example of this machine, out of order. You just see Chinese cops, like... With with a face down arcade cabinet, bite the curb. <laughs> Put your mouth on the curb. <laughs> no, they've been burning them in in in, in dumps and in garbage <laughs> heaps and landfills and stuff like that. But like, it seems so absurd. Like, yeah, like really. burning them. That's they should just wait until they explode if they're Chinese. Yeah, that's that was, a that's call a callback to <laughs> other episodes. Yeah, to other things in China. <laughs> All right, last up in strange news. <laughs> if everybody uh, recalls uh, Loteria, the Japanese fast food chain, we talked about them uh, way back when when we were when discussing their release of an Evangelion hamburger. Uh, yeah, which, I remember that which one. was I, f- I forget how many like eight patties or something like that. Well, now. For twenty dollars or or uh, or twenty thousand yen, you can get a ten meter tall Attack on Titan cheeseburger. <laughs> wait, wait, how tall is this? Ten meters. Uh, no, ten. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ten I read... meters. <laughs> I read that wrong. That's larger than a cow. <laughs> <laughs> They're calling it the ten meter burger because because of the size of the different titans yeah they have a five meter seven meter and ten meter class burger which are the number of patties they're not really meter thick so if it was so if it was a 10 meter burger it would be the size of the colossal titan just saying It, it can look over your walls so how big is okay because i have right here the eagles challenge from eagles deli in boston and the Eagles Challenge, which is sixty-five ninety-nine, it's six pounds. Sixty-five ninety-nine. Yep. <laughs> Hear me out. Why? It's six pounds of burger, twenty-four pieces of bacon, twenty-four pieces of American cheese, five pounds of fries, and one deli pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. What the deli pickle? Or five pounds of fries. Uh, I, I, yeah. What, what would be the new price? I wouldn't get it with the pickle. Could they? Could they cut the price of that? It'll probably be sixty five ninety two. Done. <laughs> That's just market price for the pickle. You need retail price on that. <laughs> What's the MSRP on this pickle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's as strange as it gets. Oh boy. 
Yeah, we just, are so crazy. I just... I, <laughs> we are so crazy. Time to move on to what we're watching. Anybody watching anything? Anything since the last time we were... I haven't been watching anything, but I just finished playing South Park, The Stick of Truth. I've been hearing a lot about that, and it actually looks really good. It I, is. It's now, fantastic. This is, from the, this is from the perspective of somebody who has never, ever liked South Park. <laughs> I would totally buy a stick of truth. It's, you, but you need to go in knowing that there's a lot of really incredibly disgusting shit in this game. Well, I've seen, I've seen the, uh, you can, you can take poop out of the toilet and throw it at people. No, 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 it, it goes beyond that. I've, I've heard worse things. <laughs> Apparently there's a scene in the game where, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but in the UK they wouldn't allow it, so there's just a screen with their flag, and it basically is like, yeah, we can't show you this. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> in All Australia right. it's a crying koala. So no new shows there, Evan? I don't know how I feel about how they ended Robot Girl Z, because it made it seem like there was going to be nine episodes, but I didn't realize that the nine episodes constituted each yeah. three mini episode. Yeah, it was only each it was, one whole one. Yeah, it was only um, uh, three half-hour OVAs with with three segments in each one. Yeah, I was kind of hoping it was going to be more of a full-fledged series. Yeah. I was expecting that when I went in. Still really love it, though. It's... It is. It's pretty funny. I feel bad for... Um, you know who I feel bad for in that show is uh, Jake's Food Truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing deals. Amazing deals. Oh, no, it's been blown up again. Um, His insurance premiums must be wicked high. <laughs> powering through Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. We're almost done. Uh, but other than that, I oh I did pick up more bargain bin animes today though, um, which so so there'll be more crazy reviews coming out uh, on bargain bin stuff. So I pick, I picked up um, one that I I took it off the shelf and I looked at it and I said this looks so boring I'm I'm going to get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> What's it called? I don't know if I want to spoil it because no it's it's fine it's called Silent Service. It's it's one of those old 80s animes that was only like an hour long movie uh, by and you know Mangakou released it. I have a whole bunch of them. I have you know Preacher, yeah Akane's High Kick. Is it so, about stuff like su- that? Is it about being on a submarine or something? It is. It is. And it's based off of a video game. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, it has it has reviews. <laughs> According to this, one of the best submarine simulators of the 1980s. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is going to be a wonderful show. <laughs> this is going to be a wonderful. That that will be awesome. It's based off a simulation game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys sitting around yes. simulating. <laughs> <laughs> sitting there simulating. <laughs> Silent service. That was a so, Sid Meier game. Silent Service was? Yeah, it, it has him listed as one of the designers. You're oh. kidding me. <laughs> well, he knew Actually, how to make history uh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe he can oh. make submarines interesting. Okay, so apparently there are two totally different Silent Services, but they're both about being on submarines. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, what have you been watching? It was on floppy disk. <laughs> Um, I actually know we we did watch something. We tried watching Black Butler. Oh right, that was a while ago. Yeah, it was, but it was the last thing that we watched. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, did last you, thing you watched. Did you like it? I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. 
it was okay. Yeah, it I, was. Well, uh, me and Dylan did wa- not peak my interest. Well, me and Dylan watched the first two episodes like when it first came out on Netflix a while back, and we watched those first two episodes. That's all I've ever seen of it. I never continued watching it. You see, I really loved the first season and the OVAs. I did not really like the second season because some of the elements of it kind of disturbed me. But the OVAs in the second season, especially the making of Black Butler episode, really hilarious. Um, I haven't been watching anything new uh, recently other than uh, other than watching Continue to Watch Brotherhood. But um, I have actually been reading... And not manga either, like like pictureless books. Um, <laughs> Do they make books that don't have pictures in them? I, I picked up this this book called The Soul of Anime. It's written by an MIT professor, Professor Ian Condry. That is correct. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a good man. I've met him many times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I picked up his book called The Soul of Anime. Um, yeah, for those of you who don't know what MIT is, it's the Massachusetts uh, Institute of Technology, and that's where you go if you're really, really, really smart. Yeah, so time, people like uh, Rebecca Miyamoto from Pani Pani Dash and Kogorashi from Kamen Omega Guy. Yeah, I, I understood like two words of that. <laughs> <laughs> but so I started reading that book, and you know, it's got it's got interviews with really big industry people like Hayao Miyazaki and uh, Mamoru Hosoda, Mamoroshi. And I haven't gotten too far into the book, um, but I've started reading. You know, reading up on the beginning is is really simplified. You know, it, it's a good introduction to anime. Like, but it's I don't know why why it's somebody yeah, who isn't interested in anime would pick it up. But like, it's, it, it's there for them. Yeah, it's a great book. That's actually the book that. Um uh, Mamoru Hosoda autographed for me when I met him last year. Oh, seriously? Oh, yeah. I want to punch you in the face for stringing those words together. <laughs> that was a, that's the one where he drew um, King Cosma in. I have I watched two episodes of something, but before that, I um, I've been playing a lot of Demon Souls and Dark Souls again since the <laughs> sequel comes out this week. I finally beat Demon Souls. I had, I bought it a long time ago, but never beat it, and I uh, finally made my way through. The only game that uh, I've been playing now that you mention it um, is I've still been playing Monster Hunter, and I'm finally almost beaten uh, beaten like the main village quests and everything. Gotten to the high. I, I only have like one more set of quests to go, and then I can fight the ultimate monster and then go on to the G rank quests. But um, they announced that Monster Hunter Four got an international release for the... I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to playing Monster Hunter Online with people because people here won't play it with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I did that in uh, anticipation for the new game. And I also watched the uh, first two episodes of uh, Pokemon because the first season's on Netflix now. Oh, that's right! I, I saw that, like, every season yeah. no, up there. Uh, no, I think it was just the first one, or first no. or second right now. Well, because no, because uh, the um, the indigo uh, the uh, indigo league is up there, and black and white is up there as well. They have fifty two episodes on Netflix right now. Jeez, because um, yeah, I, I could have sworn that there was just a Pokemon. Like have, it, it just said Pokemon, and then there was Pokemon Indigo League. Like it does I, look I, I like they sworn. have black and white too. They also like have Madea's Witness Protection Program. <laughs> Turn it off! Turn it off! That's the third thing. Or no, that's the fourth thing that came up when I searched Netflix for Pokemon. <laughs> Medea is a Pokemon. <laughs> Medea goes to Johto. <laughs> I was curious to see what I thought of that series since the last time I saw the first series was when I was, you know, a child. 
Yeah. <laughs> a child. You know, one of those kids that don't have jobs. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? That that just reminded me. That Speaking we- of not having jobs. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> no, that, no, actually, uh, it was actually thinking about four kids animes. That was actually one of the things that they had at um, when I was looking through the Bargain Bin anime was they had uh, volume two and volume four of the four kids version of uh, One Piece. And oh, thought, no. But, <laughs> and I almost bought it because that would have been an awesome episode for Bargain Bin. So is that it for what we're watching? That's all we're watching. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, well, I did stop watching Super Sonico. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped watching that a while ago. Being You're, You I, are smarter. Being I haven't watched it since that discussion we had on your show about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Just don't. I might. It's <laughs> still, it's one of the worst shows I've ever seen. It's still in my uh, Crunchyroll queue, so... Well, because now that I'm like five episodes of Kill a Kill behind and three episodes of Space Dandy behind, uh, I have a lot of a couple episodes of Space Dandy behind. So (laughs) it is time to move on to our Tabagotchi for what we learned at cons. Yeah, lessons learned. This episode, we are talking about what we have learned from going to cons. Now, I know we, um, <laughs> last last con season, um, we discussed... Uh, con Survival Guide. Yeah, Con Survival Guide and um, uh, some similar things. But this is uh, less about what you have to do and more things that you, you should and should not do. Don't um, break your foot. Yeah. <laughs> good start, Christine. Uh, can you explain to us what happens? Oh, you mean a week before the con, I broke my foot? Yeah, um, <laughs> that was uh, that was amazing because um, she you amazing. were quite a, you were quite a trooper going around the convention. Still, I mean, you were in a walking cast, kind of. You weren't supposed to really be walking on it. Oops. <laughs> and I mean, you you got you got us that T-shirt to Carl. I Walgren. hustled. I hustled. That was a, that was impressive. <laughs> I threw it at you. Explain and I the story. Away. Explain how far you traveled. Um, with on a broken foot, so you could get us a T-shirt to carry Walgren. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the where the convention is being held is at the Prudential Center in Boston and at the Heinz Convention Center. Um, three it's floors. A, it's three floors of like a giant convention center could probably hold about thirty thousand people. Um, I believe where. You were meeting Kari Walgren, who was on the third floor in the corner, in the corner, in the back corner. of the back corner of the convention center. <laughs> Our hotel room was in the Marriott, which was probably a good 20-minute walk if you were not on a broken foot. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, and it's also not even in the... It's connected it's to the connected, same building, but, you but it's to, not in the same building. You have to cross a pretty major Boston <laughs> street through a glass corridor to get there. I believe I got it to you. I, oh, I yeah. Left, no, you were right in time. I you left... Were... I got a text pleading... Pleading, please get me a T-shirt. And where were you when when you got that text? I remember I was, where you were. Where was I? You were in the game room on the third floor. <laughs> That's right. So, so you had to go from that opposite corner to the opposite corner back. across the street from the Prudential Center. Back. And I remember right afterwards I went back to the room because I needed to ice my foot. I remember that. A you, guys plus. Got, you guys got the t-shirt. Yeah, but... And, and Kari Walgren was very excited. And Kari, yes, she Why was. did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So the lesson of, here is... Out of boredom? 
Bring grapple hooks so you don't have to walk all the way over there. That, that's basically what we're trying to say. Is no, yeah. Don't do that. Don't break bones. Even if your friends plead, don't do that. No, no. The first and foremost lesson is don't real friend break wouldn't bones. plead with someone who's got a broken. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Foot. Yeah. Don't fall off your couch and break your foot to begin with. Don't break bones. How do you if, fall off your couch? <laughs> okay, here's another story. Is your couch 10 meters tall? <laughs> That's a story for another day. <laughs> okay. What a lot of people learn from going to cons is in order to skip out on food, bring snacks. Yeah, I, it's not the healthiest option, but um, <laughs> you're only doing it for three days, so. Yeah, um, if you're... Uh, huh. Plenty of water, and if you can, bring like an, a fruit yeah, see, snack. And that was part of our survival guide, was the water thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I know a lot of people are like, I survive on energy drinks! And that is the worst kind of idea when you're going to a convention. Drink water. You're like 70% of it. It's not the world. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure we're like 90%. It's one of those percentages. Yeah. I've got 10 meters of water in me. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say another one is go with a plan, but be willing to adjust. Yeah, um... I mean, it is beneficial to go to a convention with a plan. It's probably you're probably not going to stick to the plan, but it's nice to have a gu- uh, to have at least a guide to follow. Which is why one of the reasons that's awesome is the guidebook app. Um, the guidebook app, if um, if the convention you're going to is uh, participates with it, the entire conventions. Oh, you have to have a smartphone too. So if you don't if you don't have a smartphone, if you have a flip phone, then you're out of luck. Um, if you're not smart, then you're probably like an assassin for the CIA if you have a flip phone now. <laughs> Or, sure or a drug a dealer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you, you probably have a thousand flip phones if you're a drug dealer because you have to snap everyone in half. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, but if you have the guidebook app, um, you can go through the list and select which panels you want to go through throughout the entire weekend, and then your phone will remind you uh, when those can, uh, or, uh, panels are happening. You can set a reminder, you know, half hour, 15 minutes when it's happening. I don't know why you would do that, but it's it's a really good way to stay organized, especially because it's it keeps the con list and your list separate. Uh, so you can uh, see what you have planned at what time throughout the entire day, which is pretty cool. Uh, guidebook app is your friend. Yeah. As, if you're if you're staying the whole weekend. Another thing to go on top of that too is when you're planning through through that, you know, definitely look at for the things that you want to do the most because you're not going to get to everything. No. Um, and for that, it lets you plan better 
on getting to the things you want to do on time. Because chances are, there's a lot of people who want to do the same thing that you want to do. So if you want to get in, you got to line up early. Now, um, also, granted, going along with the um, follow the plan, uh, but be sure to make com- uh, compromises, which is, I think, what you were getting at. I mean, if you're going alone... I think it, we talked about yeah, that earlier. We did. Um, it's, uh, it's if you're going alone... You do whatever you want. I mean, mm-hmm. but you're going to... That's lonely. Why would you go to a convention by yourself? Um, <laughs> talk some people. To make yeah. friends. Well, like, I know. We <laughs> um, had gone to a con in the past, and everyone else wanted to do something, except somebody else wanted to do something else. But you see, that's the thing. Um, we always go in a minimum of a group of six people. And um, but recently it's been eight. This year it's going to be about fifteen, thanks to Boston Bass Brigade and forty-two anime reviews. <laughs> so we're going to have plenty of leeway and room to split off if we need to. I mean, I, I hope we're going to be sticking around each other for as long as we possibly can. Uh, I mean, but we'll be connected through our phones and stuff. But um, if you're going like just two people um, and you both want to do something different, you kind of have to make priorities on what the better option is to do because going doing something by yourself at a convention isn't really fun because you don't really have anything have it to share have anybody to share it with because uh, well because I mean I know if you're at a panel and somebody says something really cool you can't like turn to somebody and be like what holy crap did you hear what he just said because then you you don't know that person I mean you have to have your buddy there with you so you can be like that was awesome just saying yeah <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get some weird looks. This is one of those moments you wanted a buddy there so you could... <laughs> There's just an empty chair next to you. It's like, oh, somebody's, somebody's swag bag is sitting uh, next or... to you. Did you hear that swag bag? How cool. It could be a hug pillow. There's a Moe <laughs> bobblehead that's just nodding. <laughs> yeah, somebody's Yuko hug pillow is sitting <laughs> sitting next to you. It's like, Did you hear that Yuko hug pillow? Hug me. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> that is a weird voice for Yuko. Hug pillows are normal, Christine. I'm not saying they're not. <laughs> yes, you are. You are judging. <laughs> Quit judging with your judge face. How about something from your guys' side? Bring a whole box of different ocarinas that you can break out. Just for start who? playing the rain song. <laughs> Do you even know what game ocarinas are from, Dylan? Yeah, Zelda. <laughs> Okay. Are they Just ocarinas or macarinas? Had nothing to do with that one. That was ocarina of time, right? <laughs> nothing to do with that one. Hey, macarinas. Hey, ocarina. There was a guy that brought a bunch of macarinas. That's why I brought this up. <laughs> were they all different? Were they all different colors? Yeah, and then remember he was playing, and he would just break one out, and start playing one, and then start pouring rain, and we were like, maybe it is real. <laughs> <laughs> this was at AFO, I'm guessing. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. You don't remember that guy? No, that's weird. He had like a really nice case with a bunch of different ocarinas in them. Oh, maybe I do. He must have been legit. Was he dressed as Link? I don't think so. I think he was. No. <laughs> I think he was in his civilian clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Just what's an ocarina? You don't know what a, you don't know what an ocarina is. <laughs> it's like a flute. But I'm a noob for a reason. But an ocarina is an actual instrument. It's like a flute thing made of clay, kind of or other Maybe stuff. Have you at least been to medieval times? <laughs> no, it's, no, it's an instrument. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an instrument. That's it. <laughs> Um, okay, how about um, how about this? Uh, if you're in a dealer's room that is um, smaller than a bread box, where do you order? 
please? Well, at, at that, least for that day. No, that's a, that's a con survival guide thing. We that's a life survival guide thing. I don't know. Um, lesson, <laughs> this, uh, as a lessons learned thing, if you're in a tiny dealer's room, uh, you have to watch out for bootlegs. Unless you want to buy bootlegs. Uh, but bootlegs are way more prevalent, way more common in tiny dealer's rooms because they're not monitored. Believe, yeah, you'd think that the bigger dealer's rooms, they'd be able to be snuck in more and hidden better everything like that, but that's not true. Uh, they actually they actually seem to be more uh, like allowed more often in the smaller dealers room. So uh, so if you're in a tiny dealers room, be sure to be careful of that because uh, it's it's weird, especially with Nendroids. Nendroids are bootlegged all the time. I was fortunate enough to get a figurine that was horribly. I oh would... yeah, how about you? How about you, Evan? You go first. What are, what right. are you? Well, I learned that some people will still sleep in the bathtub, but still won't take a bath afterwards. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm guessing that's firsthand, not firsthand experience, but uh, but you you have experienced somebody doing so, that. I know quite a few people who have done that. So now let me see. I I have never been in a room with somebody who hasn't showered. Uh, everybody I know has always showered, um, is responsible. Oh, I, ha- I have, I, ha- I, same here, but, but I heard from the girls' room one specific <laughs> year that someone didn't. Oh, right. Oh. I, um, no, that, that sounds greasy to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you are walking around the con, pack lightly, because if you're walking around for hours... Yeah, With a huge backpack on your back. Your back's going to be killing. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna do my best uh, this year because I I carry my bag around with me all the time. Uh, oh, I I didn't last year, did I? I kept all my uh, like the microphones and everything in my pockets because yeah. uh, I didn't I didn't bring down my computer until we had to do our until panel. Until I had <laughs> to do the panel. I think what I'm thinking of is uh, 2012, where I carried my bat or my my messenger bag around with me all the time for I don't know what reason. I I mean I, I only had like cool kid. Well, but it, it's just yeah, those messages it. to pull out of your it, bag. It hurts. <laughs> and I have a letter for you and a letter for you um, because it just hurts. Like it have, does. It having hurts. something around your shoulders for six hours a day is puts quite the toll on. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, soon enough, the strap feels like a fiber wire. Yeah, <laughs> going into your shoulder. It re- and like you're you're doing that thing where you're switching back and forth. That on your help. shoulders, no, and eventually it stops helping, and then your shoulders are all out of alignment, and all you need to do is lay down. Dylan, you you have to have learned more things from conventions. Uh, <laughs> never walk around a convention with worn down shoes. Yeah, I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis shoes. The only may one look I could cool. think of, honestly, was probably something shoe related, like wear comfortable sh- shoes if you can. High tops are your friend. Never wear like Converse. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, canvas yeah. shoes, <laughs> flip flops. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. New Balance is a good choice. Yeah. New Balance is very comfortable. This episode Skechers. brought to you by New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> I go with Skechers. It, it's the S. Yes. <laughs> it's the N. New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I found a squishy, uh, you know, foot cast actually works well too. <laughs> <laughs> we don't recommend breaking your foot to get one though. <laughs> Always make time for, like, you don't want to, definitely don't fill up your schedule, because I know that um, we've had times where we've wanted to go to events, and uh, we jump in line, 
and the line is already too long. And it, basically, we just jump in line in time to not make it into the panel room. Uh, like, the one last year that we went to, or we, we attempted to go to, was, uh, like, the history of World War II in, in anime. The room was so small anyway. But uh, but we jumped in line, and they were like, oh, 15 people go in, everybody go away. Room's full. I actually got one that is a little bit more on the side of how to uh, heighten your experience at the con better. Um, actually, I pulled it from one of the users on uh, the forums, which was, if you're if you're documenting the the con either by video or by like pictures or, yeah, or or by pictures take a lot of of footage yeah. a lot of footage or pictures because when you look through them again you know one of my most favorite things to do is after the con go onto youtube and look up all the pictures and and videos of people who went to the con yeah i mean like that's so much fun actually for anybody who's listening to this who likes to document that kind of stuff just from personal experience uh Photo slideshows are not as exciting. Uh, videos are more fun to watch, but it, videos are only more fun to watch if you give your opinions, or, like if you if you actually like talk to a, to a, like an audience that isn't there. I know not a lot of people are comfortable doing that. It does take a lot of practice, but uh, you know, just doing walkthroughs of the con not as exciting as actually filming subject matter. Like, like, Jonathan and I talk to people, uh, we find things to do to film. Like, we have a subject to film. Yeah, really good cosplay. Um, you should, this year, go up to people that are dressed in normal clothing and act like they're in the best-looking cosplay outfit. <laughs> um, Just confuse the, the hell out of them. They might, some people might find that insane. Like, I, I will do that, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I can see the backfire of that of somebody being like, dude, you're a Dick. Like, <laughs> I know myself. Would, the past the past couple of years, I've gone. I've gone in street clothes, and people just come up to me, seeing that I have the lanyard on, and they look at me almost like, "Oh, she's a normal one." And they ask her, "She's a normal one," and they'll be like, "What are all these people dressed up as?" Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> Who are you? Well, that's why it's cool wearing a press shirt. Uh, I like I like walking around wearing a press shirt because uh, that makes you feel like. Badass. Like a doozy. <laughs> yeah, like a doozy. I mean, I'm walking around. Got any convention. thoughts on the anime here? <laughs> you hit the nail on the head there, Dylan. So that I don't run into the problem of um, running out of questions to ask, I'm actually going to jot down all the questions in my phone so I can just pull out <laughs> my phone and read them there in the interview. That's why uh, I do it with the iPad. Well, because I, I, uh, I tried to memorize them. Oh, there we go. This is a lesson learned. <laughs> I tried to memorize all the questions that I wrote. And as soon as I got into an interview with somebody, I remembered the most prevalent one. And then they all went away. Because <laughs> I had to pay attention to the answer that they were giving. And so I had other things on my mind while they were answering because I had to respond to them. Uh, so to avoid that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my smartphone handy and... And make and make sure I have them. So it can be smart for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I won't remember that stuff. One of the another good thing that you can do at the con is uh, if if you see people like being social and you want to be social, you know, too, or if you see somebody who's don't like interrupt somebody's conversation. <laughs> what obviously. are you talking about? Yeah. But What's like, up over they, here, guys? <laughs> if if you're like sitting in in a in a panel room waiting for a con to start and and you know you see or waiting for a con waiting for the panel to start. You know, if you see somebody who's being social, um, you know, be, be social back, you know, talk to them. If you're, if you're sitting in the opening ceremonies, 
you're going to be sitting next to somebody that you don't know unless you're in a, in a large group of people. Like we are. Yeah. Then you, you'll, uh, you know, you strike up a conversation with them if, if you like their costume or something like that. It's fun to talk to people. And sometimes you, you meet people that are, you know, that are really cool. And sometimes not so cool. <laughs> sometimes not so cool, but then you can run away and hide yourself in a group of 20,000 people. Oh, that's a thing learned. Yeah. First con ever. We were in line, I think, for it was either hentai dubbing or <laughs> bad anime bad. And a bunch of guys were creeping on me. You remember on that? you? Yeah, do you remember that? No, I, you were there. I was not there for that. I do not remember anything was, of the story. So your lesson You're is pepper spray. I don't think the bag check people will like that as much. <laughs> as Be an alternative everyone. to pepper spray, you could just use wasabi. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If this is relevant to our interest. Oh, <laughs> of course, they, they don't they don't allow food in the convention center. So. Well, you could always just go with a swift kick to the nuts. Yeah, I'm kind of short though. <laughs> an elbow. A, a ju- <laughs> that, bad boys, bad boys. Shame on you, hitting on me. Bad. Yes, you. Bad. <laughs> this is taking a turn. <laughs> oh my god! Just through audio, it sounds like a dominatrix session. <laughs> it sounds like you started to enjoy that. <laughs> no, I, was, I, I was just tapping my leg, just trying to make a sound. <laughs> Okay. Just, for the, yeah, yeah. just for the record, just so it, it's the hard. It's one of I'm tapping one of my harder muscles, so it doesn't so it doesn't hurt. With, <laughs> with, with the yaoi. I paddle. just realized I'm digging myself into a much deeper, deeper hole. So I'm just going to shut up now. King Baby Duck of Boss Master Gate, everybody. <laughs> Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Okay. Um, how about how about somebody else in the forum? What do they say? Hand sanitizer. Is that a lesson learned? Or Bring is some. A- well, that's, no, the cause so has hand that's sanitizer. A, that's a survival guide tip. Did you? Because did you learn a lesson as to why you should bring hand sanitizer? Because when you go up the escalators and everyone and their friend wants to give you a high five, don't want to leave them hanging, but you don't know where their hands been. But that's at why the at the top of the escalators and the bottom of the escalators, there's usually a hand sanitizer packet. But what it's if true. it's empty? What, what if it's then empty? you wear a designated high five glove? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Not to mention that hand sanitizer can be used to ward off creepers. I thought you said ham sanitizer. <laughs> ham sanitizer. John mm. ham sanitizer. Where's that chin? This one goes into, um, you know, escalating your con experience. If you're wearing a cosplay, be confident in that cosplay that you're wearing. You, you know, you're going to enjoy your time more if you're not being self-conscious about what you made. If you made a cosplay, it's good. You know, it's... Like, if you're wearing... Yeah, there's still time put into it. Yeah, exactly. You should be proud of whatever you make, and you will have a better time by not worrying about what other people are thinking of what you're wearing. That's the first good tip. In, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what, um, what do you, in your opinion, think is going to be... Because every year there's a dominating cosplay. Uh, what do you think it is going to... What do you think? What anime do you think it's going to be from this year? I think it might be Kill a Kill. Yeah, see, I agree with you. Um, I think we're we're gonna but, see a lot. We're not gonna see a lot of the uh, the main, you know, Ryuko, you know, Shingetsu, Shinketsu outfits. You're gonna see a lot of her regular schoolgirl style outfits. You're gonna see a lot of Makos. I think you're gonna see a lot of people out there just 
going on their knees and taking out their shirts, screaming, "Lule this beat!" <laughs> now, see, um, I think, um, I think you're right. Where we're we're definitely gonna see more Kill a Kill cosplays, but I'm not sure if it if it was that one anime that kind of took over this season. Because um, one of the things that I think is gonna be really, really like we're gonna see a lot of cosplay is is Dengen Rampa. Because that one kind of had like a really indie following, but it had more people following it than than we think. I think a lot we're gonna see a lot of Dengen Rampa cosplays. And recently, my sister is unusual. I don't. <laughs> Probably some plenty of Attack on Titan as well. There was there's been like slowly more and more Attack on Titan cosplays showing up. But oh, you know what? But Dylan, yeah, you're right. That I think I think that's gonna be the winner mainly because Anime Boston is getting the. English, the, the English premiere. Yeah, I've of. seen people that I've never once heard talk about anime mention Attack on Titan, like online or in in some way. So it's the popularity of that show is pretty enormous now. Yeah, you know what? I think I, you're right with that one, especially that, because Eric about it. There's that is going to probably be the most. It's going to be Attack on Titan Con. Yeah, especially because it, um, there hasn't been an anime Boston since Attack on Titan started. That's right. Yeah. Well, actually, no. That's that's false. It, it just started. Yeah, it had just started right. the, the year before. But yeah, uh, I, we are looking at an Attack on Titan con. It's going to be like Survey Corps people walking around everywhere. <laughs> Probably some Titans too. Probably some, some not, weird, confusing Titan. <laughs> not, not, no, we're not going to see gross Titans. We're going to see like the <laughs> the special the special Titans, like the armored Titan, the female Titan. The, we're going to see um, some like businessman Titans. We're going to see some. <laughs> we're going to see some people yeah. mixing it up. Lolita Titan. Deadpool Titan. Deadpool <laughs> Titan. Because <laughs> it's ironic. And, yeah, and Deadpool is everywhere. Shut up, Deadpool. It's a made Deadpool Titan Mickey Mouse, with Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> and that's what I learned at the con. Yeah. All right. It's time to move on to some fan service. Really? That, that, how long were we talking about that? I don't know. Long yeah, enough. We had a, cu- a couple people uh, give us some... Um, and on, fa- on Facebook, too. We had yep, a couple Some black anime, anime characters. <laughs> yep. Um, so, uh, starting off with fan service, we, uh, our fan Scott um, uh, emailed us. And he said that we didn't mention one. He said, Simon from Dorara, who is a Russian sushi chef. Which, uh, I, if you look up Simon Dorara, uh, yeah, he's right. Uh, we totally met, we totally skipped over that mostly because I don't think any of us on the on the show have seen Dorara. Dorara. Uh, <laughs> that that's that was actually is very true, Dylan. Um, when we were at uh, Anime Florida Experience uh, and talking to Daryl Gilbo, uh, he said, "Do you know what the name, the title of the show Dorara means?" And people said uh, it was the sound of Selty's bike that it made in the show. Um, it means this, it means that. Uh, and then somebody just said, it doesn't mean anything. And Daryl said, yeah, that's exactly it. The producer of the show was asked, or the creator of the show was asked, what are you going to name the show? And he had no idea, so he just went, Dorara. And that's, and that's how the name... Yeah, I Durara think you've told us this story before on here. Did we? Yeah, I think so. It sounds I familiar. Could, yeah, it would have had to have been a, a while ago if we did, so that's... <laughs> yeah, pretty long time ago. So it means nothing. It means nothing. It just means Dorara. And then we had a, a Tumblr ask from an anonymous user who was asking also from the black character uh, episode, which was 
would you consider what robot from from oh metabots yeah. uh, um, metabi metabi uh, if metabi from metabots is considered a black anime character and um, and that's a really weird one because I've never I've never ever been like put into cons- put into consideration an inanimate object being having a race or an ethnicity because the uh, the uh, American voice actor for uh, metabi is African American. But I don't know how that translates from the Japanese version of the show. So I don't know. I, I don't know if I would count Metabi as. Can you, but can you even like unless in the put sh- race uh, onto a robot? Well, unless in the show itself they say, "Hey, Metabi, you're African American." So African, I would say no, just based on the fact that if you're talking about the character specifically, no, a robot it cannot be black. Um, a robot cannot be white either. Don't <laughs> no black. Why can't it be black, John? Because they all say "made in China." That's why. <laughs> Only wealthy white robots here. Only wealthy white robots here. The honky bot. <laughs> Have any of you ever played a video game called Frobot? No. It, I don't think so. It was for the Wii, and you're basically a funky robot that has got to do like. Got to solve puzzles and everything. <laughs> that sounds got, like a Wii game. It has he has disco ball bombs of some sort. <laughs> I thought that was going a completely different direction. Does it have a fro? Yes. Okay, good. It's a fro bot. Fro bot. Of course, a <laughs> okay. robot would have an afro. Well, Idiot. Let's <laughs> get that robotics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was talking to him. They teach that at MIT. Oh, Frobots. Uh, yeah, Frobots at MIT. It's time to shameless plug. All right, guys. Um, if you want to tell us the things that you have learned from conventions, which I know you have, that is that's pretty much what happens to everybody. You learn things when you go to conventions. <laughs> Lessons learned. Uh, email us at wickedanimereviews at gmail dot com. That's wickedanimereviews, all one word, at gmail dot com. You can also find us at facebook.com slash wickedanime, where we have frequent updates on videos, happenings, especially with the convention. Hopefully pretty soon you'll be hearing whether or not our, well, I mean, not you're here, you're listening to this at Anime Boston, so our panel would have probably already been uh, accepted. But at the time of this recording, we're, I'm stalking, sitting at the email, waiting for the email to come in. <laughs> anyway, um, you can also find us at youtube.com slash reviews where we have our frequent reviews. You can go check out that uh, My Little Sister is Unusual video that was just recently posted uh, to get the reference to the live action trailer. Uh, you can f- um, find us on Tumblr uh, where we have random updates on quirky anime memes and whatever. Uh, you can find us at nerdyshow.com. Uh, where you are either listening to this podcast, if you're not listening to it on iTunes, which currently the iTunes uh, nerdy show is a little bit busted right now, but they're work- they're working on getting it fixed. Are they separating th- the shows and the channels? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We, and somebody's doing that for us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have to, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, probably the be- that's probably best for everyone. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> you'll, Evan. You'll find us. Evan. Go ahead. Let us know where they can find you and what they can listen to. Okay. For the recent news, reviews, podcasts, episodes, and videos featuring members of the Boston Bastard Brigade, they can find us at www. 
B3Crew.com. If you have any questions, comments, song requests, if you're in a band and want to be featured on our show, No Borders or Race, or if you have questions for our Japanese teacher, Sawat Sensei, you can write to us at thebastards at bostonbastardbrigade.com. You can follow me on Tumblr at B3Crew.tumblr.com. And you can follow me on Twitter at King underscore Baby underscore Duck. Click on. You can like us on Facebook on Facebook.com slash Boston Bastard Brigade. And do not forget about the other shows under the Land of Ash, including The Electric Sisterhood, Geek Aggro, and The Issues Program. And also, I just looked up uh, on iTunes. We do have our own nerdy show channel for the Wicked Anime Podcast out now. So um, if you were listening to our other channel, you have to unsubscribe from the old Nerdy Show channel and resubscribe to our channel to add that on there. Uh, definitely check out some of the other shows, too, because they are boss. Well, I guess uh, I guess that's where we uh, get off, and uh, we say goodbye the only, get way, the only way we know how. Okay, bye! bye. On Titan Cheeseburger. <laughs> wait, wait. How tall is this? Ten meters. Uh, no, ten. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ten I read... meters. <laughs> I read that wrong. That's larger than a cow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a cow. <laughs> that would be a big ass cow. <laughs> it would be. I literally wrote ten meters in my in my news story. Hang on. Now I got to go fish this out. <laughs> This has been things bigger than a cow with Dylan. <laughs> things bigger than you thought they'd be. <laughs> I would, I would, I would attack a, a ten meter burger. Attack on Titan Burger. Boom! Full circle. Do they call it a Titan Burger? Well, it definitely is a ten patty burger. <laughs> Each but a meter is it, okay, is a it, meter in thickness. <laughs> oh, it's for two thousand yen too. I messed that up. I should just start this whole news piece over. <laughs> no, I'm I wanna, such a fan. I want to find a list of other things that are 10 meters so we have some, something, <laughs> to, something to judge it by. We did it!
been listening to Wicked Anime Podcast. As listeners support entertainment, we allow you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com slash store, or directly donating to this network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com slash support to chip in. To find out how you and your company can underwrite this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of Wicked Anime, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes store. And for the latest news on us, you can follow us on any social network. Or all your favorite social networks. Fuck the ones you don't like. <laughs> We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 